0: Find
2: a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs.
0: I never thought I'd care about gardening until I bought a house in the suburbs. But now I find myself in conversations about liquid
3: fertilizer and I wonder, am I the fertilizer guy now? (laughs) No, no way. Everyone knows the ratio between phosphorus and nitrogen, right? Yeah, I'm still totally cool.
1: Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.
0: I've never been on a TV show before, but are we supposed to be able to see the home audience? This week on the Story Song Podcast. I hear the
2: tales.
4: everybody. Welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode, we walk you through a story song, and this week, nobody's watching me, because this is a podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we're doing the song, Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell. And mm-hmm. this one is, uh, you know, look, this is going to come out like mid-October, so it's not quite Halloween yet, but it's getting a little spooky out there, guys. It is. We can all agree. You've probably seen a couple of ghouls and
1: goblins out there. There's, there's a lot fun. of Halloween spice. decorations have been out in stores since like July, so <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I think That's we're right. safe
1: making this a mid-October Halloween special.
0: That's right. Yeah, well, you're I'm used saying. to those. You're used to those scarecrows in CVS just staring <laughs> at you. So
4: yeah, yeah. And this, this is a good one. This is this is uh, gets grandfathered into the Halloween song rotation because <laughs> they're just like I don't know. We don't have we don't have a lot. Uh, so so Rockwell gets to, to live on. Uh, but yeah, Rachel, of the,
1: of the ten Halloween songs that there are, right, but, <laughs> like this one sort of uh, fits.
4: Rachel, tell us the, the story of this uh, story song.
0: Well, it's pretty straightforward. Um, Rockwell, as he tells us, is just an average man, and he's mm-hmm. trying to go about his life, watching TV, taking a shower, but he always feels like somebody is looking over his shoulder. Somebody's watching him, and he doesn't know who it could be, mm-hmm. but it's somebody. And uh, he just gets falls deeper and deeper into a sense of <laughs> paranoia. Right. That's well, the whole paranoid. story. He,
4: he, he, he thinks perhaps the people on TV can see him.
0: Yep. He thinks that, yeah, he doesn't want to take yeah, a sh- yeah. he doesn't shower anymore, really. Uh, yeah, and yeah. he doesn't pick up the phone. Right. Exactly. Everyone is a suspect.
1: Oh, my God. It's like Murder, She Wrote.
4: That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. This, this would be like if it was Murder, She Wrote, but everyone was just like, you know, Jessica's not very helpful um <laughs> we had a murder here in town and she said perhaps it was Magnum PI who did it uh the man <laughs> she sees on her tv so yeah uh, starting yeah. to
0: think it's Jessica i'm just
3: an average man with an average life i work from 9 to 5 hey hell i pay the price
4: All right, so starting here at the top, I'm going to say something that's probably going to come as a surprise to you guys. Great. And that's this. Uh, I actually have some pretty hot takes on this song. (laughs) Um, And this is a classic example. Cannot wait to hear them. Well, this is a classic example of a hot take about something that no one could possibly care about. Right. uh, Except possibly for me. I'm excited, too. That's the premise
1: of the show.
0: That's no, right. I know. I'm also excited I know. to see how Dan does a hot take on it and Michael and I both sit in silence for a second and then say, "Really, <laughs> Dan?" Well, let's <laughs> let's see how this goes.
4: I've always the song is anytime I hear this song, mm-hmm. which is surprisingly high considering it should have faded into obscurity. Right, right. But again, because of the Halloween connection, it gets pulled up every year. So every time I'm like, you know, like last year I was in a parking lot doing trunk or treat, with my daughter and this song came on and I was like, "Oh, this song." Because here's why. I don't think it's a terrible song. Okay. But I think I think and here's the hot take part. I think it's a huge missed opportunity. Um because this could have been a really cool creepy song, right? About a guy who thinks that like, you know, somebody's watching me. I have this weird feeling. Like, you know, all this, like, weird stuff is happening, but I don't, like, I don't have any, like, evidence, whatever. Mm -hmm. It could have been cool, and it could have been very similar to another sort of, like, second tier 80s song, Who Can It Be Now? Right? By Men at Work. Uh-huh. Do you guys, have you ever, like, listened closely to the lyrics of that one? No,
0: I Um, I assume we'll do it at some point. I'm
1: guessing less closely than you have. (laughs) So, well, anyway,
4: he's like, there's somebody (laughs) knocking at the door, and then it's like, you know, I can't make any sound or they'll hear me and they'll knock all day. And then he, and then he's like, there's nothing wrong with my mental health, which is like, that was weird to bring <laughs> up. And then he's like, I'd like it here with my childhood friends. Like, I haven't heard anyone. Ple- like, please leave me alone. I haven't heard anyone. I'm here with my childhood friends. Ugh here they come those feelings again and you're like what like what are you talking about like there's some sort of weird like and then he's like i haven't hurt anyone It's like is that true it sounds like maybe you have maybe the people who are pounding on your door is because you have hurt someone yeah and they're coming to get you having said that that's what this song should be in my opinion right and it's and it's not because rockwell and we're gonna get into it in a second, but Ragwell gets way too like it's too jokey. He does all like funny bits, and it's like, no, 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 this should be like a cool paranoid like what is <laughs> what actually is going on in this song? like is he crazy, or is there someone who's actually watching? let get him.
0: him I mean, I have I mean, I have some ideas, um, okay, but uh, which I guess is again the point of this show but um, <laughs> but i I don't think I mean, I think for. I think that the song itself is is not really supposed to be an in-depth uh, you know, psychological thriller. I think it is a bit of a novelty song. Um right. I think even when he did it, you know, I think it was more I think it was for him it was more about the beats and the the music than about the lyrics. Um but I do have some ideas how we can get deeper into what, what's going on here. All right. Um, so
1: Dan basically you wanted like a Kafka novel. <laughs> No, 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 no. But and I'm all saying. you got was Navy's pop song.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right.
4: But I'm saying I think it's a missed opportunity because I think this could have been a really cool song. I think this uh-huh. is a song that is forgotten and, again, only gets dredged up by people who are doing Trunk or Treat and the, <laughs> like, and, and the DJ is in his 40s, like me, and remembers this song. and was like, oh, this is one I could play. Right. Um, but otherwise, it's forgotten. Okay. And all right. So let's start here at the top. And, and as we get to these moments, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what I'm, what I'm thinking about. It. Please do. But so first of all, it starts with who's watching. Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me. However, that is sung by a robot, which yes. are, uh, to start with, now I'm on board. I'm like, oh, a robot?
2: A robot singing this song? Okay. <laughs> well, so like, I,
0: who's watching me? Um, there's also I mean, there's also a lot of stuff going on. There's I don't know who the threat is here for right. is he afraid of robots maybe it is maybe it's about oh. see this is the thing that i get into a little bit is is he scared about is this a big brother type of situation which is why it has like that that robot sound is, he's afraid right. of just the government and everybody in general spying on him which right listen 80s rockwell you have nothing to worry about um in the future everybody has no everybody's uh in- information is completely private and nobody shares anything <laughs> yeah, with everybody fine. so you're fine. That premonition yeah. didn't come to, to come to pass Rockwell. You're right. okay. Here, here in the
4: future we got it all figured out. Anyway, Don't share
0: us on Instagram, on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Send us a talk. <laughs>
4: So, uh, and, uh but a nice tag, I believe that's when you send someone a, an alarm clock in the mail. <laughs> that's right. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I like that that it's like about a technological paranoia. Yeah. Right? Where it's like this creepy, because also the song comes out at the end of 1983. Right. Right. What's the next year? 1984. Hello. Right. And everyone was, at the time, everyone was super worried about, like, oh, this is it. It's like George Orwell's nineteen eighty four is gonna happen. So there's probably a lot of that tension.
1: And then in nineteen eighty five well. everyone was like, Oh, that didn't happen. Okay, good. Whew.
4: Yeah, <sighs> yeah. We really now let's all talk Take about Take that Orwell. Yeah, yeah. They're like, now let's talk about Deloreans that travel in time. Because now that, that didn't happen. Um Okay. Now so we can go back robots... in
1: time, visit George Orwell and be like, that didn't happen. <laughs> You're wrong.
4: Dummy. Um again here in the future, everything is fine. Yeah. Everything is going well, <laughs> and there's nothing to worry about. Um, okay, so tell me who's watching, who's watching me. So then Rockwell comes in, and he says, I'm just an average man with an average life. I work from 9 to 5. Hey, hell, I pay the price. All I want is to be left alone in my average home. But why do I always feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone? And... I always feel like somebody's watching me and I have no privacy. Whoa. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Tell me, is it just a dream?
0: First of all, if, if you're starting, if you start a conversation with, Hey, I'm just an average man with an average life. Absolutely. You're not. You're, you're you're hiding something. (laughs) You're, you're hiding something. I don't know what it is, but I don't trust you at all. So, well, well, especially if you say
1: it in the beginning of your hit single, <laughs> um, think you're doing pretty good. So,
0: well, you know what's funny too. I think that the thing that, that Rockwell should be scared about more so is that he's already settled into an average life. He's 19 when this song comes out. Mm-hmm. You got to live your. You should be the most thing you should be scared about is that you're not going to live your life to the fullest, Rockwell, at 19, and you're just settling into your nine to five job and you pay the price. What do you mean you pay the price? What? You, yeah. C- calm down. Calm down.
4: Yeah, I mean, I like, I actually, in theory, could like that, because I think that's sort of playing into the paranoia, like this sort of, like you said, this sort of, like, technological, like, I'm just sort of, uh, uh, an automaton sort of paranoia, you know, right. of, like, I work from 9 to 5, I pay the price of, like, this weird, like, cap capitalist dystopia, right? Um, but, first of all, as we'll get into later, uh, Rockwell is definitely not an average man Absolutely
0: average
2: not But
4: we're going to talk about that <laughs> later That will be yes, that uh, will be
0: revealed later
1: But uh, And not yeah. to to jump ahead But if you've seen the music video Even in the video He like walks out onto the balcony Of his clear Clearly what's like A mansion in like right. Beverly Hills It's like alright right, buddy yeah, yeah. yeah, that is not average.
0: I just want an right. average home with a bunch of columns, three hot tubs <laughs> and my own private zoo. Is that so much to ask for? Is that it? That's all like an average person has.
4: Right. Like a real baseline. <laughs> like it's totally, um, yeah. totally normal. So, yeah, it is also funny where it's like, OK, I got I'm this is my first single. Right. This is, my, this is my this is my chance to show the world to really dazzle everybody. What's the first line of my song? I'm an average man with an average life. Look, there's nothing <laughs> special about me. Nobody Everyone should just walk right past me. Don't move look along, at me. There's nothing move along. Yeah, nothing special about me. Uh, everyone please listen to this song about how they, I'm just like you, and there's nothing exciting going on right now. Um, but yeah, so I'm an average man with an average life. I work from nine to five. Hell I pay the price. All I want is to be left alone in my average home. But why do I always feel like? I'm in the twilight. Zone. Um, this, I, uh, this, I'm okay with this evoking of the Twilight Zone. We're gonna have a lot of like pop culture references right. and like th- th- this is kind of what I don't like about this, but this is okay, right? Because I feel like the Twilight Zone is a good example, right, of like one of those ep- those episodes where like there's something going on, but you never quite figure out what it is. You know what I mean? Right. It's Sort of this kind of general paranoia or even like when you do fun you know it's not what you thought was happening the whole time so i like that that it's like okay i feel like i'm in the twilight zone like everything seems normal i'm an average person with an average life but i feel like somebody's watching me right like every time i i I just have this like feeling yeah that that someone's watching me right uh but who could it be like and 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 what and to what purpose and like what is the agenda here right Right? Well, I mean he's um, I
0: mean, also it does he already starts off feeling really paranoid. All he wants to do is be left alone. So he doesn't have any family, doesn't sound like he has any friends, he just wants to be a shut in in his home. That probably could help add to the paranoia feel too to him, you know? If you don't open yourself up to other people, oh. you're just gonna think everybody's out to get you, Rockwell. So yes. you know. Absolutely. And I think in, in
4: twenty twenty perhaps we're all feeling that. Right, uh, a bit right more than normal, yes. but yeah, like the, I mean, there was a time uh, when I was a young man when I I I, I was fired uh, from a job, and uh, I was I was looking for new work, but I was home for about three weeks, um, and at at some point I realized I was basically turning into Boo Radley because I was home <laughs> by myself all day, uh, and you know again like within three weeks I'd be like looking out the
2: window like. What are those kids <laughs> it's doing? It's true. <laughs> what are they up to?
0: Listen, it. I. I live in an apartment building, and at the beginning of the whole uh, of the whole shutdown, I would hear voices in the hallway, and all I would do. I have one of those old timey um, uh, peep holes where you have mm-hmm. to lift up the metal uh, the metal door to look outside. So I felt like an old curmudgeon every time <laughs> I'd hear somebody in the hallway. You just hear the little metal door just go, yep. and I'd look yep. out with one eye, like, "Whoa, what are you doing out there?" Don't you come near yeah. my door? Yeah, 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 yeah. And
4: that's again. And I would be like so into like the comings and goings <laughs>
0: right.
4: of like my neighbors, people who like again. Oh, t- two weeks earlier, I could not have picked up out of a lineup. I had no idea right. who they were, and now I'm just like, mm, he comes home at four o'clock every day. That's weird. Like, I wonder <laughs> what that is. Like putting that I don't in know, the book he works like an early shift. You lunatic! Like leave people <laughs> alone. Um. <laughs> So anyway. Oh, they
1: didn't pick up their newspaper again.
4: Oh, mm-hmm. very interesting. J- mm. I'm just going to leave them out there, what huh? Oh, what's that. A lot of liquor bottles in there. Uh, garbage, <laughs> <I
2: notice>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So he feels like he's in the Twilight Zone. And then someone who's uh, suddenly a much better singer comes yeah. in uh, and says, I always feel like somebody's watching me and I have no privacy. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Tell me, is this just a dream? So, what is his life is a dream, or is it like the his, this feeling of, of paranoia? Yeah, I think it's the paranoia. It's like a dream. I yeah. think he feels yeah, like yeah.
0: I, I, this can't be happening to me. This has to just be a dream. I'll wake up at some right. point.
4: Right. All right, right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, does he feel like his whole life is a dream? Like, he'll wake up and be like, oh, no, that I, I wasn't an average man with an average life.
2: Oh, um, who felt <laughs> I don't
4: paranoid." Know. I'm, uh, I'm Barry Gordy's kid to, uh,
0: I can't wait. A, spoiler alert. Jeez. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's, Sorry. no, I think it's about the, um,
1: I guess no, we don't I have d- to do the whole second part of this show today.
2: Yeah. yeah geez no, heard, Louise. We'll skip,
0: we'll skip past Sorry. that part. I guess I'll just do a, will <laughs> just do it behind the story of, I don't know, somebody else. How about Maxwell instead of Rockwell I'll talk about the the singer (laughs) Maxwell Um
1: (laughs) Then we'll talk a little bit about Taco and a little bit about Falco (laughs)
0: That's right, that's right
4: People call me on the phone. I'm trying to avoid that line now. Well, that's the thing. Like, are these are these people who are just like normal people who would be calling him? Like, are these friends and family being like, "Hey, Rockwell, you okay? What's going on?" Or like, bill collectors that, who you yep. know you don't want you you don't want them calling, but they should be legitimately calling. See, or are these people that he like he's trying to avoid because they're like mean him harm? I think in it's, like a not you know official capacity. I think it's the yes. second
0: one. I think this, along with the mm. final line, he is in <laughs> in an amazing amount of debt that he can't get himself okay. out of. So <laughs> okay. the people on the phone are all bill collectors that he's trying to avoid. He's just an average guy with a nine to five job and a and a mansion. So how is he right. paying for that mansion?
2: <laughs> he's
4: got debt out the wazoo. You now, do you think he's just deeply in debt, or is he deeply in debt because he's like going crazy, and it's like not going to work uh you know not making money and then it's like i don't know buying like prepper things or whatever w- or just like spending money on crazy stuff because he's like completely going off the
0: Yeah paper. i was going to say mres are not cheap and <laughs> building an underground bunker you have to no. put on credit
4: Yeah yeah, yeah. so Believe me i know yeah.
0: <laughs> and also you know if he's afraid of ghosts he's going to need an evp he's going to need a uh bio- <laughs> Uh a binaural uh what is that thing called? It's a recorder where they like listen for, you know, underground like ghost sounds. Um they're gonna need an infrared. He's got a lot <laughs> of stuff to get ready to prep <laughs> for ghosting.
4: Yeah, what is when the there's official like heat name? detecting cameras. That's yeah, right, yeah. that's right. Yeah. What it, What is the official name for that very real thing where you can detect ghosts under the ground? Like I'm trying to remember that very true and real thing that totally exists and is not a crazy fake scam. What is, what is that thing called? You know, the the ghost in the ground detector, but it has like a name. You know what I mean? You know when there's like, goat, you know when you have like a house and then that like when you're buying it, they're like, hey, it's a bit of a fixed rubber because there's like totally ghosts in the ground. Anyway, it's a tricorder.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, okay, good. No, I forget. I do forget what it's called. Oh. But no, <laughs> those things cost money, mm-hmm, and you're gonna mm-hmm, put them mm-hmm, on credit cards. Mm-hmm, and if you don't trust mm-hmm. anybody, you're not gonna use your real name for the credit card. You're gonna yeah, yeah. U- so you're committing credit fraud because you're paranoid. But hey, um, hey, our
4: uh, our uh, pipes are a little backed up. The water's not flowing. Oh yeah, ghost uh, ground ghosts. Yeah, yeah, you guys, you got ground ghosts. <laughs> that- got ghosts in the ground. Yeah, yeah, you got, you got to get a tricorder, you got to get those ghosts out. I mean, first you got to find them, uh, and, then you got to get, and then you got to sprinkle some, I don't know, fairy dust or whatever. This is all totally a true thing. You got that a ghost it,
0: well? So. Do you have a ghost well on the process?
4: <laughs> no, I don't it, have a ghost captures, well. Well, you got, to capture, you got to capture all those ghosts in a ghost well. Yeah, yeah, a, we'll you got to put, put a, a well out. on there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, ground ghosts, I mean, you know, they're as bad as moles. I mean, you know, you get them in your attic, uh, like squirrels, and they'll do a lot of damage.
0: <laughs> Rockwell, Rockwell, let me tell you one thing here's yeah. it's e- it's so easy to use light is green trap is clean <laughs> that's it and that's all you need to know now is now know. listen is your peace of mind worth mm-hmm. fifteen thousand dollars with a one thousand dollar a month uh maintenance i, I don't know yeah. you tell me rockwell I and
4: mean, it sounds like a sounds like a bargain to me that's, rockwell that's what i'm saying um so okay well i like the i like the um the debt idea. The only problem, though, is that then the next line is: Can people on TV see me, or am I just paranoid? Yeah, the, you're paranoid. The people on TV cannot see you, Rockwell. You're asking it like. I mean, maybe like a, they can, know. but
1: that's just not how a TV works. Um, <laughs> right.
4: That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, yeah. The-
1: but I, I think, I, I think that the the telephone thing is is beyond bill collectors. I think he thinks every time the phone rings, it's somebody who's like after him
0: right right yeah so you're going right. with the third one michael where you you just think that he is
1: i he, think he's he, just getting more and more paranoid
0: more and more paranoid yeah yeah, yeah. i mean right and again
1: and like, i mean like maybe maybe for good reason maybe not right maybe somebody well, is after him we'll talk right, about I've, that video later
4: that's true <laughs> sort of, yes yeah well there's sort of three options right there's he's just totally crazy and paranoid Or there is someone after him and, you know, he's, he's getting paranoid or whatever. Um, Or he like is crazy and paranoid. And then now, like, like Rachel was saying, like, then starts stuff starts to happen. Right. Like if you stop paying your bills and like your house is falling apart, then people start like calling you being like, Hey man, pay your bills. Right. So it's like, it's one of those three where it's like, it starts to, you know, it starts to build up. Right. Um, If, if you're sort of like, if you're not, like, you you sort of dropped out of society and you're not doing anything to, like, fix it. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. But, I mean, again, you know, he's – like, this would be a thing Or if you're like, hey – like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, a good example. Like, you know, like, hey, is my neighbor, like, acting weird or am I just paranoid? Like, it's possible your neighbor is acting weird, right? Or it's possible that they're not and you're just paranoid. Right. But if you're like, are the people – do the people on TV see me or am I just paranoid – No, the people on TV definitely do not see you. (laughs) So, yes, you're like, that's not a casual question to ask. You're definitely paranoid if you're under the impression that the people on TV can see you.
0: Listen, Uh, yeah, I mean. Because they can't. Yeah, listen. 1984 Rockwell, the people on TV cannot see you. There is not a time right. where you have a little camera, quote unquote, in <laughs> right. uh, in a screen where people can yeah. see you and you can talk that to them and have all right. meetings and stuff like <laughs> with interacting with people on your screen. I mean, that's, well, that's I about crazy, Rockwell. I think you would still be
4: paranoid, but at least it wouldn't be that insane to be like, I think someone built a camera into my TV. <laughs> right. You know what I mean, and the, and someone is watching me, but not to be like I think Alex P. Keaton can see me. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was filmed months ago. like yeah. uh, he he's not he's not looking at you. Don't
1: I'm worried that Marcus Rockwell. Welby is staring at me. <laughs> exactly.
0: Watches, so. In fairness, yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. a kid, when I when I was a uh, a young gal, and uh, I I dreamed that Alex P. Keaton could see me through the TV. I was like Rockwell. I mean, I'm there with you, buddy. <laughs> So then
4: let's move on to, he says, when I'm in the shower, I'm afraid to wash my hair because I might open my eyes and find someone standing there. Um, we can start there because that would be very scary. Very scary. If you scary. were to open your eyes and someone is standing, not like in the bathroom, but literally in the shower with you. Right. Uh, that, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be a good one uh, for, the old, for the old scare. Um, I don't think my ticker could, uh, could take that. <laughs> no, that would be terrifying. Um, that, and that's not a ticky tock. That's something else. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of. This is one where I can kind of get on Rockwell's side because when I was a kid, I was terrified to close my eyes while uh, while while washing myself uh, for fear <laughs> that that I would open my eyes and there would be a, you know a monster or something there. Um, but so okay. So then uh <laughs> I think
0: that so I mean I can see this um if you're living alone and maybe you have a creaky house because you are very vulnerable in the shower. I mean there's Oh yes and there's I mean there's nothing for you to do. If you if you open your eyes and you see someone standing there, what are you gonna do? That's why I always keep mace and pepper spray in the in the <laughs> sure. shower, just in case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And hey, it's mace. only
4: yeah. It's only like it makes... it's only like twice a month where you accidentally mace yourself in the eyes, thinking that's
0: that right. It is, you know, uh, yes.
2: deodorant. You know what? Something. You know
0: what's funny about this? And I, now I'm I'm feeling more connected to Rockwell. Um, mm. When I was I used to uh, live with roommates. This is not going where you think it's going. But I I lived with roommates, and we in New York. There's this thing where in some apartments you have showers with. Um, windows in them like frosted windows but they're oh sure they're almost floor-to-ceiling <laughs> windows which yeah. i never understood and i was always paranoid to take a shower at night with the lights on because i felt like everybody could see me taking a shower and mm-hmm. clearly they could not but my uh my roommate Used to, uh, used to call me up sometimes like after, after the shower and be like, oh, just FYI, when you're taking the shower, the guys downstairs said if you could possibly move like, to the left a little bit, which I thought was <laughs> hilarious. And I also hated it. But I used to, I used to like, hover to the corner of the shower to try and avoid sure. this big window. But also, there's a big window in the shower. That's not, that's different. That's a different kind of paranoia, I feel. And I think valid. Whereas Rockwell's just a crazy person.
2: Is
4: there a reason? Yeah,
1: otherwise, like, every, every New York City apartment building would just be like that scene in the Express Yourself video where it's just, like, the screens and the lights behind and just, That's like, right. shadows.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. Is there a reason
4: for the window in the, in the shower? What is, like... No clue. Wh- what is the point of that?
0: Listen, I could see a shower... Because I'm, I'm thinking of all of our, all of our bathrooms. All mm-hmm. of our bathrooms have windows in them right? Have windows in the shower, actually, or in the bath. Mine is the largest, but I could see having a little one for ventilation, but a full body window in a shower makes no sense to me. I think for, for for the old apartment that I lived in, it's an old building. I'm not even sure that's what the shower, you know, that's where the bathroom used to be. That might just be where windows were put, you know? Okay. But I think I, I, it depends on the. Uh, but I, I think part of it is probably for ventilation. I guess so. Yeah. But it also feels like it could be one of those
2: things.
4: Right. Well, I'm saying it could be one of those things. that was like your building was built in the 30s, and it's like, oh yeah, well you know, you, you know, for the humor is like my black bile is right. going to be out of control <laughs> right. if it's on a window in my shower or some like crazy thing. Right. Um, also, who cares? Because so... our
0: bathtub is in the kitchen. So.
4: Right. Exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, I the, the the window in the shower has always driven me crazy. Only because it's like, it's it. also kind of, it's like kind of inconvenient, right? Like, it's just sort of like, you know, in the way or it's like in the winter, it can be like really cold, like the glass yeah. is like, freezing cold and like your back touches it and you're like, why is this here? There's no reason for there to be a window in the shower. Like, I'm not going to like, you know. It, be like soaking wet and naked and they'd be like, Hi Gladys! Hey, I just wanted to say hi from my shower. I wanted to open the window in my shower and say hello to you. What? Why? Why is this here?
0: And my listen, um, when I run for when I run for president, my campaign hmm. is gonna be based solely around no windows and showers. Yeah. That's
1: it. It's a strong platform.
0: That's it.
4: It's a good platform. I I I mean I'd vote for you. Yeah. So He's – Rockwell's real stinky. He, he doesn't want to take a shower. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, people say I'm crazy, just a little touched. But maybe showers remind me of Psycho too much. Now, I like where this is going where he's like, oh, by the way, I'm fully acknowledging that people say I'm crazy. Right. So, like, because I'm telling people that someone's watching me, and they're like, no, they're not. The people on TV cannot see you. You're crazy. So that's the first acknowledgement that he's not necessarily – just an average man with an average life. Right? That he that yeah. people are telling him he's crazy. Um and maybe a little touched. Okay. But then I don't like the I re- I don't like the rest of this, where it's like maybe showers remind me of psycho too much. That seems too jokey you'd, to me. Well this, this is where I'm getting in into the problem. Here, right? I feel like it's too much like womp womp, like sort of <laughs> punchlines. Joke. I think it would be cool if it was like, yeah, like People are telling me I'm crazy. And then there was some other line about, like, some other, like, vaguely, like, crazy thing that he's doing because he's getting, like, more and more paranoid.
3: But to acknowledge,
4: like, to say, like, Psycho is just like, you guys know, right? Like, scary movies. Like, it's like, it just, it feels too easy to be, like, you're using, like, the movie Psycho in your song. To like right. stand in for something that's but like scary is it possible? Creepy.
0: But is it possible that he's just one of those people who can't um, differentiate uh, television and movies from reality? So he already said people on TV can see me, and now he said right. the shower reminds me of Psycho. Maybe he's losing uh, his connection with reality, and so he's like, Psycho happened, so it could also happen here.
4: Right, but but see that I feel like and I don't know how you would word this, but if it was more like I think I'm in psycho, right? Or I think psycho like really happened. But he's saying it like, "Oh, you guys seen psycho, right? Remember that movie? It's like super scary." <laughs> it just doesn't it it actually it actually feels opposite of what the the two lines before that were saying. Mhm. Where it's like people say I'm crazy and then he's just like, "Oh, but I don't like taking showers cuz I'm scared of psycho." And it's like, "Yeah, a lot of people feel that way." Like that's not like a crazy paranoid thing to think where you're just like, every time I take a shower, I remember that scene in psycho, like, oh, it was crazy. Um, and it like kind of creeps me out. That's like a normal person's reaction. I'm, I'm just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it flows. It feels, it feels too jokey, Right. When it should feel like creepy and paranoid, right? Like we should be building up the paranoia in this song. I feel like that lets the air out of the balloon, in, in this song. And
1: again, yeah, but it's not just I- paranoia. It's fear.
0: Yes, yes. So you're saying I, the psycho I, line makes it about fear.
1: Yeah, there's something something that scared him that made him reluctant to in this case shower.
4: It this feels too much of a like a stand-up comic being like, "Hey, remember like uh remember Brady Bunch? Oh, what were those kids doing?" Like, you know, it just <laughs> it feels too like pop culture jokey and referencey, as opposed to, like, actual, like, paranoia, right? Again, I know no one but me cares. Right. But <laughs> this is the kind of thing when I am standing in a cold parking lot right. getting candy uh, from the trunks of cars where I'm just like, oh, Rockwell, you messed this one up, man. You had a cool opportunity <laughs> to do, like, a cool, weird, like, song about paranoia, and instead, like, this line ends with a joke of, like, you guys know Psycho. Remember right. Psycho? Remember how scary it was? Boom, I'm so scared. It's just like, uh I, I don't know. It just it sort of feels like a letdown. Mm. Where it felt like maybe you were building to something. But this whole thing is about like, you guys, remember showers? You know how scary they are? Like, I don't want to go in the water because the Jaws, right? You guys know what I'm talking about. And it's like, uh, I don't know. Like it just I just I feel like he I just feel like he didn't. It's
1: All right, bad. but I'm gonna challenge that. Um okay. and I don't know why. But <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think it it kind of relates to the part of the song where he says are people on tv watching him where there's that that disconnect between fiction and reality
0: right that's what i was saying
1: so yes. is yeah but i wasn't listening so <laughs> what, <laughs> so maybe what he think what he sees on tv he thinks is real right so but what, I'm what saying happened is- in psycho could happen to him,
0: Near, right. Nearly also, lives I want he was at the I, Bates Motel. That, yeah, well, that's like, the bigger question. That's over the bigger. That? Yeah, that's the that's, bigger but issue. But what I'm saying
4: is, he's just got Michael, move. what you're saying, what you're saying, that's what I want to have happened in the song, and it doesn't. I want him to say something like, "And I, I don't know how you do this, like, you, it so better not, rhyme with touched." Easy. But I want it to be something like when I was at the Bates Motel. But instead, he's like, "Hey, one time I saw a scary movie." And it's like, yeah, we also see scary movies, Rockwell. That's like a normal person's reaction to see a scary movie and be kind of freaked out that night. But I, you know what I mean? Like, it, it feels like a ref, like a y joke as opposed to him being like, I feel like I'm in a movie. Like, that's what I want. Because him acknowledging showers remind me of Psycho is like, I watched a movie and I know that it's fake. And this reminds me of that fake movie. When what I want is him to be like the line oh. between reality and fantasy is blurring for me. That's what I want to have happen in the song. Okay, and make I don't that rhyme like it does. now.
0: Make that rhyme with touched. So if <laughs> well, he, if he had but, changed it to Bates Motel, you would have maybe felt better. But maybe Sharon's remind me of the yeah, Bates Motel like- too much. Ooh, see that even goes. All right, I re- yeah yeah it for yeah. You.
4: yeah yeah yeah. You're welcome. Like even Rockwell. that would have been fine. But this it it it. Like, again, I mean, you would have to rewrite the whole line, but if it was like a subtle reference to Psycho, right, as opposed to just being like that movie Psycho that we all know, like if there was a subtle reference to to that or something like that, right, um, where it just felt like, oh, he feels like he's living in a horror movie, I think that would be cool. This, I think, again, feels like a dad joke yeah. of like... Oh, I don't want to take a shower, because remember Psycho? Oh, anyway, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. But we all know Psycho, right? Like, it feels, Have it a piece feels of candy. too jokey
1: to me. I could see that. It's it's a little too easy.
4: It's a little too easy, and I feel, again, I feel like this is a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. This could be this could be a really cool song, and again, it just it feels like a novelty hit, right? It feels like, you know, I mean, they're coming to take me away or something. Not that I want to. As opposed to, like, a cool, creepy hit. Rachel,
2: please. Not that
0: I want to keep sticking up for Rockwell, because this is the weird thing about this show is sometimes you find yourself defending, I don't know, absolutely nothing for no good reason, but he was 18, 19 years old when he wrote this. So, you know, I mean, that's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I said,
4: I feel like it's a missed opportunity. I'm not saying Rockwell is a bad person. I'm not even saying this is a bad song. I'm saying this could have been better. Right. I feel like he had an opportunity to do something cool, right? And I feel like he kind of chinsed out. I feel like he made some like cheesy things. Here's the other problem. I believe it's this line, right? Or it's it's this section mm-hmm. where he suddenly has like a British accent.
0: Oh, that's throughout yes. the entire thing. That's weird. That's... And that and that's the thing where well... it's like why are you making this joke but we'll get into that. I mean we'll also get into that a little bit later. But yeah, I mean this whole thing, he has a little bit of a heightened uh sound to his voice. It's not Right. It's not his direct voice, really. Again, this is a hot take about the song <laughs> Somebody's Watching Me. In case you were <laughs> From in case 19- you just three. tuned in. So I am fully aware. <laughs> like this is like a this is like a Sunday morning political roundtable, <laughs> right?
4: Where we're arguing about, about like the garbage pickup me. in like, but yeah, it's but it's like one of those like Sunday morning like political roundtables on PBS where they're arguing about the garbage pickup of like six counties right, over, right. and you're like, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. What? <laughs> like, so yes, this is this is how into the weeds we are yes, right now. That's but. Right. Like I said, this is my hot take about this is and in fact this is my this is my brand guys. Is hot takes about things no one else cares about. <laughs> So the robot voice comes back. Who's watching me? Um, He says, I don't know anymore. Are the neighbors watching? Well, it's the mailman watching. I don't feel safe anymore. Tell me who's watching me. Oh, what a mess. I wonder who's watching me now. The IRS? no
2: hate 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 that That i
0: hate it i will agree with you that is an awful line but that does the when i was like re-listening to it i was like oh this is just an individual who has gotten himself into some terrible tax crisis (laughs) and the government is just trying to get in touch with him and uh i I figure his next step will be to claim that he has complete and total amnesia and um and go go away. But yeah, I that is, I, I'm not the, it's not, it's not my favorite line of, of all songs. No. The IRS? It's bad. <laughs> and it's delivered like a
4: bad joke, right? And it also reminds me of like this, like, it, okay, this is going to be a bit of a, of a short walk, but go with me here. This feels like when I used to read the comics when I was a kid, right? And it was like, it was clearly like pitched towards like my dad. And it would be like The Wizard of Id and BC and whatever. And half the jokes are either about golf or taxes. Yes. Right? That's what it feels like, where it's just like, you guys know, right? Lady, where my ladies at? Like that, that's what it feels <laughs> like in this song. It'd be like the lowest common denominator yeah. of like, who's watching me? The IRS? What? Like, no, bad. I. <laughs> Don't do not like it. Return to sender. I reject this wholeheartedly. That's why it's bad. That's
0: why the mailman's watching him because he has a certified letter from the IRS. Right. He has to send to, give to him. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of there's. It's all it's all clear now to me.
4: Right. And I like because again, I feel like you're building up to something here where it's like, you know, um, uh, like like you're saying like people like who are like around just around him are the neighbors watching me. The mailman comes every day. It's he watching me, like, getting super paranoid about it. And then, you know, you start, you end with, like, the dad joke about the IRS. That line feels
1: like like it should be delivered by that guy from the infomercials in the question mark suits. Like, he should just (laughs) jump in. (laughs) That's Free real estate.
4: (laughs) The government gives out free money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
4: Who's bothering you, the IRS? (laughs) Uh. Rockwell, I am talking directly to you. I'm on this infomercial, and you're the only one watching. Uh.
1: Maybe this whole song is about that. That's the guy on the TV.
4: (laughs) I mean, if it turned out that this whole song was about the guy in the the question mark suit, I would be, now I'm back on board. Now I'm 100% (laughs) back on board.
2: Just oh that guy Lord.
4: doing an infomercial just to one person. His right. Rockwell. <laughs>
2: right.
4: Rockwell, I am talking to you. Yes, you're right. You're not paranoid. <laughs> Rockwell picked um, up my phone
0: calls. <laughs> 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 it's just the complete it's the complete package. <laughs> it ties the entire song together. Stop now it all makes me sense. Rockwell?
4: <laughs>
0: um
4: yeah, I mean, I think I think the other possibility here, right, is that, Rachel, this is a man who has an average job. Um, He has bought a mansion that he cannot afford. Uh, He owes a ton of back taxes. He is deeply in debt. And in order to, in an ill-conceived plan to get out of it, is pretending to be crazy. Listen. Right? So he's going around telling everybody, oh, I think everyone's watching me. I'm super paranoid. Thinking like, oh, maybe if they just think I'm crazy, they'll like leave me alone. Right Listen, or they'll just say like he's not responsible. Yeah, this for part all the debt he's racked up. This
0: part is about the um the the housing crisis in two thousand eight. <laughs> Rockwell is like Nosferatu. This <laughs> song is just premonitions about things that will come to be. That is like <laughs> people listening to me on TV. I mean, it's he's just giving us premonitions. You just have to read into it.
4: Yeah. So he. D- oh man, that IRS thing really pisses me off. <laughs> I really feel. <laughs> That's such a blown. T- I mean, and again, in the history, what was the one where I that I said had a terrible last line? Um, it's like
0: half of them. Was it
4: this? Was it this one? Because I feel like this goes in the Hall of Fame, you know, except for the Pope, maybe in Rome. Oh
0: yes, that one.
4: Um, <laughs> but I think there was another one that I because I mentioned. Oh, was the- it? Um,
0: was it the the oh, shoot the Mullins the Sean Mullins one? Oh yes,
4: yes, yeah. yes, yes. It was what does yeah. he say? It's like uh, uh, it's like Nashville with a tan, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, this the yes, those three songs go into the <laughs> Hall of Fame of Worst, yeah, last lines of a song. and just really ruins the whole song, like honestly. Just like, like we said, Sean Mullins didn't have far to fall, right. but this one and uh, oh, what is her name? I know it too. I'm blanking on oh, Joan Osborne, right? Rockwell and Joan Osborne in the in in my Hall of Fame, my rock and roll Hall of Fame of worst last lines of any- of songs. Uh there's a plaque of Joan Osborne and of Rockwell. Uh and then a tiny little one of Sean Mullins where yeah. like look like, this the last line's bad, but the song was, was not that great um <laughs> so. uh, yeah just terrible. Just a yeah. uh, terrible last line. And it's and again, like it would if it was in like a f- like a funny, wacky song. Like, maybe it wouldn't be so bad, but I don't know. I just, I feel like you had a real opportunity to do like a cool thing. And then this could be a song you play every Halloween. I mean, they right. do anything. Anyway. They do. Yeah. But that didn't affect it. But it's a totally a second tier, right? This is not, this is, this is the one you pull out like 10, right? Just because you're running out <laughs> of songs.
0: It's, it um, has to go on every compilation because there's just so many songs. Right, right. 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 Yeah. So, I mean, I guess
2: at
4: the end of the day, it didn't really matter, no. but. I feel like, again, I feel like this could have been the top tier. This could have been a Ghostbusters. This could have been a thriller. And he really misses. Uh, he really misses. But an opportunity.
0: Listen, you might say he missed an opportunity, but we'll get into it. He didn't really miss any opportunities. Trust me.
4: All right. All right. Well, uh, okay. So then there's a bunch more of singing. Um, there's a certain someone who's singing. Uh, so I guess they're like- Almost Let's like give an him iconic free... voice. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, they're like, well, maybe we'll give this guy free reign to-, to to take over the song for a little while and do some singing um so but yeah so I feel like somebody watching me and then is. uh I always feel like somebody's watching me I can't enjoy my tea mm-hmm. is it cause is he's it, British it? right <laughs> I guess he is yeah uh let's do Expanded Universe
0: Expanded Universe the only thing that I could that I have is is there a possibility that Rockwell accidentally went into the wrong house And he's in Rick Rock's house and Mm. he is people aren't watching him so much as doing it in the rooms that he is taking a shower in and watching TV. in. And he's just kind of not noticing them and they're not (laughs) noticing him. It's like, is somebody there? And then next thing you know, they're in the they're in the shower and then he goes to the shower and they're in the, you know, living room. But yeah, Yeah, yeah. that's 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 what I got. I think it's just the same. uh, It's the same house.
4: I like that. Um, I mean, could he be upstairs for knock three times and like someone keeps banging on his pipe? <laughs> it's, uh, it's really freaking just him he, out. Keeps hearing
1: these noises coming from the pipes. Right.
4: Yeah. Oh, or maybe maybe he's in the apartment over from the woman. Right. So he yeah. also is hearing all the banging. Yes. And he's like, "What? What is happening?" Is like totally freaking him out. There you go. Um. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I. I don't. I don't. I mean a lot of the things i would assume would be about houses um we don't have a lot of ghost uh, ghost stories though i guess we do is it is this um love vigilante is it <laughs> have some sort of connection to oh, yeah. love vigilante is this is this the uh,
4: oh does go on tell does
0: you. the does do they move out of that house and he is move, he now um mm. uh, now rockwell lives in that house and the, so it's the ghosts right mm. no. he, get that evp out
4: uh you you got ground ghosts my friend Um, that's
0: right
1: yeah it sounds like it's a duet with Mr. Roboto so
0: oh (laughs) yeah yep
4: yeah Mr. Roboto yeah it's the one who's singing in the beginning I like that um but yeah Rachel I like that either that he is like you said he has a ghost in the house the ghost from Love Vigilante is there uh and is like stuck there forever um, and that's freaking him out or where I thought you were going with this is like, is Rockwell dead? And that's Ooh. why he has this like creepy since he can't quite put his finger what's going on, but he's just wandering around this empty house.
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
4: right. And he does like, he does. And that's like, there's something, there's like a twilight zone thing that he can't quite put his finger on, but that's, what's really going
0: Interesting. on. Interesting. Oh, I like that too.
4: Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I mean, the only way that I think of like maybe Breakfast at Tiffany's, because he talks about old movies a lot, so maybe <laughs> that's a connection
0: there. And uh, I said, what about Psycho? <laughs>
1: I mean, right. it's got to be something with Monster Mash, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's the neighbor in Monster Mash. They're all over at the mansion, <laughs> and he's like, what is that sound? Oh, my God. Jeez. That sound is
4: terrifying. Um,
1: so what about this? What if, yeah. um, like you were saying, he's so paranoid he stays inside all day and he's just like sort of like like looking out the window and just like keeping an eye on all of his neighbors and he notices um his neighbor across the street gets in oh. like crazy early in the morning like why why is she out all night? Mm-hmm. Why does she come home like she leaves she leaves late at night, she comes home like early in the morning, and it turns out that she's a nightclub singer, <laughs> and she's out okay. all night. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Her name is Pearl.
0: Yep. <laughs> Pearl's uh, a Singer. Yeah. I like that. <laughs>
4: I Like that. Well, because also, and then in the, in the next house over, there's all these like crazy noises that are coming from the front of the house, right? Because the next house over from Pearl, you got Bajka Loop, and he's out there on
2: the street.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's
4: Crazy animal noises That's right. all night. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, Rockwell, he, Rockwell just can't catch a break, man. He's yeah. just freaking it's, out. Jeez.
0: I just got to move out of this neighborhood.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Rockwell, sell that average house and move, man. <laughs> crazy. Oh, man. Um, and then right. there's,
1: there's his other neighbor who's just sitting on the front porch, like just writing a list of names.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He won't have Her to worry about sunny. that. Yeah. He won't have to worry oh. about that too long.
1: Maybe Sonny's coming to get
4: Rockwell. Maybe, Rock- maybe Rockwell's on her. Ooh. Maybe Rockwell
0: is on Sonny's list. Oh, and once what? again,
4: just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not coming That's to get right. you and going down
0: your house. That's right. Love maybe it. Maybe Rockwell
1: does have a good reason to be I knew paranoid. we'd
0: get there, you guys. I knew we'd get there. So this uh, isn't
1: so much the story song Expanded Universe as it is the story song Cul-de-sac.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. Everyone lives there.
1: <laughs> they're all on one block.
4: Yeah. Sure. Uh, All right, let's take a uh, quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story. Alan, people like
3: stories. I don't know, Rob. Not according to our listener statistics.
4: Uh, Statistics lie, Alan. People love listening to stories, or even better, listening
1: to a Pulper Vintage story with their best friend interrupting with jokes and other nonsense.
3: I'm not sure I can commit to multiple additional best friends right now.
4: Well, then it's a good thing we're already best friends who co-host a podcast just like that called Interrupted Tales. Every episode, we tell a complete story of romance, sci-fi, crime, adventure, sports, horror, all with
1: added jokes, commentary, and nerdy references. You can get it on all major podcast
3: platforms or go to InterruptedTales.com. You know what, Rob? I've reconsidered, and I am open to new friendship opportunities. That's perfect timing, because now everybody knows they should listen to Interrupted
4: Interrupted Tales. Tales. All right, we're back. It's time for story behind the story. Uh, This is where we tell you where this uh, song came from. But before we do that, Mm. uh, we have a recurring segment that uh, doesn't recur so much anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we'd really like it to.
2: Yes. Uh,
4: yeah. But uh, what this recurring segment is is when we get a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, we read it on the show as a thank you to the person uh, or persons who wrote it. Um, and we got a new one. Yeah, uh, for the first time in, in quite some time. So we're gonna read it, and this is by uh Love B, Love Bijut. Maybe it's L of Love. L o v e b e u t j, don't know what they don't know what that's supposed to mean, but love Bajut, we we love you, so thank you, <laughs> thank you for writing in, uh and uh that pronunciation
1: uh, is spot on.
4: Uh, old uh, I'm gonna call him L here. Old L, uh, he gave us five stars, and he wrote freaking hilarious podcast about songs. That's the title. Of his review. You guys, that's um, us. And he wrote, well, he wrote, I'm kind of proud of my title here, which it should be. Yeah. Because a, it's a great title. uh, Big L, so thank you. Uh, I'm kind of proud of my title here. I found this podcast while looking for song history stuff. This has a little of that. Uh, just a little. But mostly, it's three friends sitting around talking about great songs with a lot of wit and farce and some sarcasm. I don't know I about friends. S- some? Um, well. Uh, I love to laugh. Uh, Therefore, I love this podcast. It's truly funny while also being informative. Perfect combination exclamation point. Uh, so Aww, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It all says this, Big Al. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And if you are out there and you would like to hear a review read right on the show, well, there's a simple way to do that. Go on Apple Podcasts, write a five-star review, uh, and we'll read it on the show. <clears throat> So uh yeah, and we we'd really appreciate it if you did that because again, apparently somehow it helps us. I don't know how, yep. but <laughs> th- this when you're a podcaster, these are the things you have to do. So
1: um all right. Well, it, it algorithm notwithstanding, it it also it's just oh, nice else? to hear. It's just, Yes, yeah. it is. And it's and it's nice Nice sense that, of community.
4: You know, we love yeah, it's a sense of community and we you know, we love to know that you guys are out there and that you're enjoying the show. So uh, it's 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 an, it's a two way street.
2: That's And right. if you
1: if you don't have Apple Podcast, uh, write a review on whatever platform you listen on, or That's right. on uh, PodChaser.
2: Yeah. Yep.
4: Um. All right. Five
1: star reviews. <laughs> yeah, no, please. Don't don't write like a zero star review. Uh don't
4: okay, want to read Rachel. That. Yes. Tell us the story of this story song.
0: Well, somebody's watching me. Uh, was written and recorded by uh, Rockwell. In it Mm -hmm. was released December nineteen eighty three. It was released on his uh, self title, not self titled, on his same title debut album. Somebody's watching me. Mm -hmm. Um, the song. It's
4: weird. I'm sure he did not intend for this to become a Halloween uh, to be a Halloween song. Uh, No, but it is also Um weird. Did he think it was going to be a Christmas song? That's my well, question. Uh, <laughs> it's a December thing. Maybe. Is this about Santa Claus?
0: <laughs> oh, is
4: Santa Claus what? He Ooh, knows when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. So maybe this is a song about Santa Claus watching an adult male. <laughs> 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 oh, yep. you guys, that would be such a great movie. Hold on, I'm writing that down right now. There you go. Santa trademark, Claus. Trademark. Is, there's but there's a mistake on Santa Claus's list where. He, like this guy is like 23, Yeah. but instead they wrote that he's like 7. So yes. Santa Claus is still watching him, and he starts getting freaked out because <laughs> now he's an adult, but Santa Claus is still watching him. Mm-hmm. This is – I'm still – I've actually – you know what? I just got the email response. I've already sold it to Netflix. Well done. So nice. well done. No, Thanks. Yeah, 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 Basically now you just need to say things out loud. And you <laughs> right. <convey laughs> a green light.
0: First draft due on Monday. yeah yeah. um (laughs) Uh, oh boy i gotta start writing uh okay rachel i think this
1: is uh not necessarily part of but certainly in the universe of the ghost mountain movies oh definitely without a doubt yeah
2: yeah,
0: yes without a doubt Yeah. yeah yeah i love it um Rachel, anyway, please.
1: December nineteen
4: eighty three. December
0: eighty three. It was uh, it was out. The B side was the instrumental version to it. So remember,
4: a- <laughs> remember when that
0: was a thing? Yep. Does that still happen? I don't think so. I don't think a lot I, of people do that. Well,
1: I mean, there aren't there aren't really singles. I mean, sometimes they like you'll you could see right like pre album release, they'll right. release a single and it's got like like on a streaming service or on iTunes or something like a two track.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Thing. It'll be A side, B side. Yeah, but it's not
0: not often, isn't... right? The B side has not kind of really. got, fell by the wayside.
4: The B side has side it. because it used to be that they were like, "Oh, we got to fill out the other side. We yeah, we put here's an side. album <laughs> right. track
1: that we're not going to release right. as a single. Now you can now every song on the album. Or is Or a lot of times it'll be like, be like a, a song,
4: song a song that was recorded for the album, but it's not going to be on the album. Like it didn't make the cut. Yeah, right. it so would make it like the B side. But I have, there are so many songs that I have, that I had like a single for and I have listened to the <laughs> instrumental yeah. you, like I mean, multiple times. Now, part of, of
0: that, don't you think that part of that is because they wanted to rush out the single? And so oh, the best way to, to fill up the other side of that tape or, or album, or a uh, record is to just take out the vocals.
4: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was complete filler. It was like the most cynical filler of like, oh, here, here's a special bonus. The instrumental uh, of this song is on the B side. and I like, yeah. would always be the worst when you'd be like, you'd look at the like single and be like, oh, here's the song that I want. And then you'd look, it'd be like, same title. And then <laughs> parentheses <laughs> instrumental. Right. right. And I'd be like, great. Yeah, I definitely want to hear the instrumental of Let's Talk About Sex by Saul and Peppa. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: funny. like the oh, instrumentals. <laughs> I think <laughs> that, I think they should bring those back. I think it's cool. <laughs>
0: Sure. Oh, I do. Um, I, th-
1: I think it's like a cool kind of way to to hear the song.
0: Well, but don't you think it also allows um, don't you think now it, there's it, it helps you fi- discover things so you can get into that deeper when you find those instrumentals of, the, of those songs. It's like it's like a, a found treasure as opposed to just yeah. to throw away on with another uh, with the with the single.
1: Well, what's cool yeah. about some of the instrumentals that they would release as a B side is that it's not just the infr- instrumental. Sometimes it would be there would be like a backing vocal or something, right. or sure. like some random other sound that you would you would only pay attention to on the instrumental. So I think it's an interesting different look on the song.
0: I mean, listen, I'm going to say that I I haven't listened to the instrumental of uh, somebody's watching me, but I think they probably would have kept on the um, backing vocals. <laughs> of this yeah. one. Um, <laughs> no, but... the only
1: vocal that's in the instrumental is the, uh, the, uh IRS <laughs> the, IRS the IRS song. The
0: IRS line? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And it just
1: comes out of nowhere. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for this, I haven't heard the instrumental, but I'm sure that they probably would keep the robot voice.
0: Yeah. Oh, they probably like did a separate track. Voice. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, as I said, Rockwell was 18 years old when this song, when he, um, recorded the demo for this song. And so Rockwell, uh, brought this song, uh, to Barry Gordy, who is a uh, very famous how, producer. How did you
1: get a meeting with
0: him? Well, yeah, well here's the thing. Amazing well, amazing
4: that an 18-year-old he, well, was able to...
0: Here's the thing. Um, yeah. He went to Barry Gordy. Barry Gordy was not impressed with this song and yeah. said, don't quit your day job, kid. And um, that was probably very hurtful for him because Rockwell, his full name is Kennedy William Gordy He's Barry Gordy's son. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Pretty much everybody knew that. But uh Yeah. But um yeah, he he took it to his dad, um, who he was not living with at the time. He was living with uh his uh father's uh ex-wife. Um but okay. uh his is that his stepmother no 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 Oh, no. It was oh he's a, living with his stepmom. He was living okay, with his okay. stepmom. But um so <laughs> imagine how hurtful it is that your dad's Barry Gordy, who has, you know, a pretty good ear and he listens to your song and says nah kid this ain't gonna do it
4: um so I mean in some ways though like you know you you like it would be a tough thing right because if he was like oh yeah it's great you'd be like is it really great or (laughs) like or is he just saying that because he's my dad at least this way you know he's being serious right Right. (laughs) where he's just like yeah no I don't I'm sorry I don't hear a hit here That's um So at least you know he's telling you the truth. That's but, true. Yeah, that, yeah. that must have stung a little bit.
0: Yeah. So we're. I'm going to talk extremely briefly about Barry Gordy, only just so that everybody, those of you who don't know who Barry Gordy is, I, I don't know why you're listening to a music podcast if you don't know who Barry Gordy is, <laughs> but he's a legendary wow. producer, songwriter, and label head, obviously most famous for founding Motown, if you've heard of it, mm-hmm. uh, and discovering numerous performers, including uh, The Miracles, The Supremes, Marvin Gaye, Temptations, uh, the Four Tops, Gladys Knight, and the Pips, Commodores, Martha and the Vandellas, Stevie Wonder, and the Jackson Five, which will come into play in a moment. Mm.
1: Um, so a couple of hits there.
0: He had a couple of hits. Yeah, uh, you know, here or there, he kind of knows. He's got some people that he knows. Um, but uh, yeah, he's very obviously very very famous. So hurtful. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, uh, in the uh, in the recording of the song, uh, Rockwell said that he came up with the song based on some personal experiences. He said he remembered being a kid and seeing a neighbor trying to look into the uh, into their home, which sounds uh, creepy. Uh, yeah.
4: Well, you know what it was? Because he he had a he had a
1: window in a shower.
0: That's right. Uh, he had the window in the shower. You got to be careful. Those shower windows. Yeah.
1: Live next door to Boo Radley.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, He was also apparently at the time living with a woman, and he used to prank her a lot. And especially one of the things he used to do is when she was taking a shower, he would press his uh, face against the uh, shower door and make her scream. Mm. So,
4: Mm. Great. Uh, That sounds horrible. (laughs) That sounds Uh, awful. I I hate this guy uh, (laughs) because... That sounds super annoying and definitely a good time to prank someone and scare them is when they're in a uh, slippery that's situation right. <laughs> where they can fall through a glass door. That's so definitely right, that's a good right. time to be scaring people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rockwell.
0: Um, so, so Rockwell had this demo for, uh, for a, a year and then the following year he brought uh, the demo to a longtime friend's house. Um, that longtime friend is uh, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. Oh, yes, it's Michael Jackson. Uh, he was very impressed with it, actually. He said, come see what uh, what uh, Kenny did. Um, and he was kept on bringing more people in to listen to it. And uh, apparently at some point, Michael Jackson asked, who are you going to have sing the background vocal? And to which Rockwell said, well, why don't you do it? And so Michael did it. So that is Michael Jackson. Now, mm-hmm. uh, there are some people who believe the entire song is Michael Jackson, which I don't know how they can think that but mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is yeah. not he is he and also Jermaine. uh Jermaine jackson uh sing background vocals uh, Germaine, uh they are so ingrained uh the gordys and the jacksons are very ingrained oh, with each sure. other at this point Jermaine was married to rockwell's sister however uh she is not your majesty's mom which makes me upset uh, um yeah. but that's fine uh were they so,
1: they were were they married at this point?
0: Yes, at this moment in the who Jermaine yeah. and, Jermaine Rockwell's, and sister? Rockwell's sister. Yes. yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um. So I
4: should also f- I think for the podcast audience we should because we've talked about this in the past. In case you missed it, uh, Jermaine Jackson has a daughter named Your Majesty, uh, and we are of the opinion that is the greatest name of yes. all
2: time ever. So, that's all. <laughs> ever.
0: That's all. Yes, it's the best. So um. Okay. So you might wonder why uh Kennedy Gordy would change uh his name to rockwell Mm -hmm. um rock he changed it to avoid uh to avoid the nepotism that he might um get and he actually got signed to motown as rockwell without the use of the gordy name and without his father's knowledge
1: whoa that's cool that's awesome
0: incredible isn't it um that's great and kind of a screw you dad after his dad (laughs) didn't like the demo um you know there might be uh you know i think there might be something having to do with that they were like is that michael jackson and he's like i, I don't know what you're saying that's michael jackson right is that your jackson yeah okay um <laughs> <Did> so- nobody <laughs> wondered why this random
4: person had michael jackson in back today? i don't know there's uh, this uh guy named rockwell who came yeah. out of nowhere apparently convinced so- michael jackson to sing backup for right, him that's right i definitely won't give so- that any second thought as to who this person might be
0: uh, so even even without um so motown obviously uh you know produced the record and even without the gordy uh name and with michael jackson being uncredited though it was pretty much the worst kept secret in the industry um right. the song became a hit uh the song went to uh it spent 19 weeks on the top uh one on the hot 100 uh it was a uh, it peaked at number two for a couple of weeks. It was kept out of the number one spot by uh jump by Van Halen and Footloose by Mr. Kenny Loggins. Mm-hmm. Um Love Love Kenny. Love Kenny. Who, Did you wait. know
1: that's uh Dave Loggins' cousin?
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that somewhere. I don't know where, but I heard that. Um but
1: <laughs> this is our but, family tree episode.
0: That's, yes, yeah. But um it also uh, hit number one on the hip-hop and R&B charts and number 31 on the top tracks. It also was a big hit around the world. It hit number six in the UK and it was in the top five in Canada, Germany, the Netherlands, um, South Africa, Sweden, and Switzerland, as well as uh, other charts. But the the album itself also was a hit. The album and the song both went gold uh, and made the Hot 100 uh, end-of-year charts that year. So. It was a big, it was a big hit. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so we spoke a little <laughs> not bit. Not as big
1: as his uh, follow-up single though.
0: Not as big as his follow-up single. Rockwell's. Okay. Are you making a joke that's not right true. now? None of that's true. I was going to nope. say, I was <laughs> like, I was going nice to like, be like, um, I have to go back to my research. Um, <laughs> yeah, but
1: <laughs> this, was, this was his hit.
0: But we spoke a little bit about, um, though we'll talk a little bit, his, 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 um, you're like, wait a minute, Rockwell
4: <laughs> did Born in the USA? Oh, wow.
0: But his follow-up, I
4: massively, I did not know that. His,
0: his follow-up single did, um, which was called Obscene Phone Caller, uh, became a,
4: Oh, see, it's too jokey. became it's a minor jokey. hit. And he's it, making novelty hits.
0: But, I don't like it. But it, it on, spent sorry. 14 weeks on the Hot 100 at number 35. Mm. So mm. it was a bit. It was on the Hot 100 for a while. Um, top 40. Uh, Here's what a, I'm going to American say, Top 40. That's right.
4: I'm gonna give some uh, advice. Uh, way too late. Okay. Uh, Thirty five years too late. Which is this, Rockwell? Take yourself seriously. Okay. You clearly have a talent. Uh, you may you. Uh, I like the song, but I need like, be serious. Don't make yeah. novelty hits. <laughs> Okay, I know you're young, but I don't like this jokey joke stuff. Mm. I want I want actual songs, okay? So get back in the studio 35 years later and let's see what you come up with.
0: Thank <laughs> you. And don't leave that studio until you come up with something serious. Right, exactly. Um, the, uh, anyway, so one of the things we spoke about is why he had this kind of Britishy accent in the mm. song. And he not only had that in the song, but sometimes he would feign a... British accent when doing interviews and would say that he actually came from England. Now, one of the people I watched an interview with him on uh, Dick Clark, American Bandstand, who I don't know if you know this, Dick Clark knows Barry Gordy a little bit and probably knows all of his family. So when he tried to uh, have a British accent while doing an interview with Dick Clark, Dick Clark called him out on it instantly. It was great. It's great. It's great. Dick Clark's like, I'm not having this. I don't know what you do with that British accent, but and he kept on doing. it. He's like, enough with this accent. It's great. It's <laughs> I great. Like I mean, he doesn't say it like that, but but he's like, oh, I wish he he's did. Like, though he's if like, what's with like... this accent? Yeah. <laughs> he, he like, don't That's make awesome. me call your father. Um. But he <laughs> yeah. was trying to. He was trying to make it on his own as opposed to. Rockwell's you
1: know. like I'm from England. To Clark's like uh, I was at your dad's house for Thanksgiving last year, so, <laughs> mm, so
0: I know no, you. So yeah. you're not. No, you ain't. Um, so, uh, so let's so, so the song became a hit, and finally the uh, elder uh, Gordy, uh, became very proud of the song and his son, Aww. and and also probably the money that it made. So, yeah. um, so let's talk a little bit about the video
1: oh my god let's talk about this video
0: it's a video first of all that was huge on mtv i remember the i can't listen to this song without seeing the video um
1: the video is crazy
0: it is crazy it was much darker than what rockwell had expected and in 2016 he told rolling stone i had storyboards and i thought he was the director was paying attention to me i wanted it to be a little lighter but when I went to the set to start shooting, it was all this dark stuff, blood and a tombstone with my name on it. He didn't listen to anything I presented. I just had to go with it because we didn't have time to switch it up. So, Michael, do you want to talk a little bit about the video?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're in Rockwell's average house, which is clearly a Beverly Hills mansion. Right. Um. It's lovely and uh, there's a lot of creepy stuff hanging on the walls and there are birds and he spends way too much for someone who's afraid to shower <laughs> it's, uh, it's half time. the video is in the shower and or wearing a towel that's right um, so, he has I- a um, retro TV um, or contemporary at the time yeah, I, was, I was gonna I
2: say was retro at the time yeah
1: yeah <laughs> 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 um, he opens the door to his living room or something, or to go outside, and it's a cemetery. There's a creepy guy just standing there. Um.
0: Also in his yeah, towel. And,
4: uh, right? Yep, I, everyone's yeah, in a towel. I, yeah, and the problem with the video is that it just makes little. like, it's actually kind of striking. Like, I think this probably helped the hit part of it, because right. like, I remember this on MTV, and, and it was a very memorable video, but it makes- it makes- literal the question right because he sees things that are clearly like not there you know like well he lo- he watches tv and he sees himself tied up and being tortured and then the people who are torturing him notice him watching and then run over and like look out of the tv and he runs away right but then there's like, so yeah
0: but then there's another part where he turns around and he sees a pig-faced dog and, right. yeah, but dog but and then a big mask but then he closes the door and all you see which is adorable is just this big bloodhound just kind of like, right. what am I supposed to do then now? What am I supposed dog- to do now? It was just a normal dog. It's just dog, his dog. So, yeah. so, so
2: maybe he is going crazy. The video actually right.
0: does a really good job of making you feel a little paranoid. Everything is very claustrophobic. Uh, yeah. Until the end where he is on a balcony and you see his mailman who wants to give him some some mail. But then one side of his mailman is kind of looks like a like zombie-esque. But he doesn't know that until the last second. So you never know. It does feel a little bit like a thriller uh, ripoff, though, <laughs> like that ending part. Yeah, to it. The like, ending is does, it real? Yeah. Is it not? And it freezes at a really like that time of like what's really happening. But yeah, the video is crazy. But it definitely, I think, added. I think you're right, Dan. I think it, this the video helped with the popularity of the song because it oh, played yeah. all the time and it's easy to play on a loop with other um other Halloween videos, <laughs> and that's uh, true. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna come up all the time. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, do you yeah. think that this is the song itself, as well as the video, is meant to be like to to kind of capitalize on Thriller?
0: I mean, uh... I, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I, I don't think he was going for like a Thriller. Maybe, maybe it was. I don't know.
4: I mean, maybe it's also one of those things where it's just like. It was in the air, you know what I mean, where people right. are like, "Oh, this is the the cool thing." So I don't know if it was like a
0: direct rip off, but um, yeah, I don't know, yeah, Maybe. Ooh, but who knows? Um, but uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Mister Rockwell. Um, Kennedy William Gordy Rockwell was born on March fifteenth, nineteen sixty four, to Barry Gordy Jr. I believe, and Margaret Norton. Uh, he was named after. Who wants to guess who he he was named after? Uh. John F. Kennedy. That's one. Who is? What's the William after? This is this is tougher. You probably won't get it.
4: Uh, William. I don't know. I can't think of a single famous <laughs> William. William William Ta- Taft. Yeah. William no, Taft. it's
0: not. He was named after Smokey Robinson, whose first real name is William. Oh. oh yes. Okay. Um. Now Barry Gordy is also known for having uh a large family. Let's say with multiple women. Um. So. Uh, so Rockwell has a bunch of famous uh, half siblings. One of which is Rhonda Ross Kendrick, who is the daughter of Diana Ross, uh, oh, wow. and he has a very deep connection to LMFAO because uh, Redfoo is his half brother, and uh, his nephew Skyblue is uh, the son of his half brother Barry Gordy IV and his wife Valerie Robson um mm. yeah um so
4: his half brother and his half nephew right do i have that right his half or... brother
0: and his half nephew yeah yeah Yeah.
4: okay yes um, they are lmfao and then was this half was the half brother born much later than rockwell
0: uh yeah i think so
4: okay because yeah. i know red foo is is like deceptively older than you would than you would think by like watching the videos but yeah I mean, if Rockwell was like 18 in 1983, like if it, you know, yeah, there's he, an there's pretty old by now. There's an
0: 11, there's a an 11 year gap. Okay, between that's them. actually not as it's not as, as bad I would as you okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I um, want to say
4: this. Red Foo looking good. Looking good. He's got to be in his 40s at least, right? And he's dancing. Uh, yeah, he looks great. Storm in those videos. All right, well, <laughs> yeah. good, good, good for it. I don't know what Red Foo's doing, but he's doing. Uh, I I want to get on that routine. That's hey, right. You know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where, where's the Red Foo uh, right? workout video? That's right.
0: Forget <laughs> right. Keto. Give me the Red Foo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, like I said, he released Somebody's Watching Me. as his debut album and uh, his first single when he was 19 years old, which is pretty impressive. Um, the song Obscene Phone Caller was his follow-up single. Uh, I, I Listen, Dan, just like you, I shook my head when I read that. I haven't heard it, but, I mean... It's, it yeah. is what it is. What what are you going to do?
4: Um, yeah. but. And I was too young and like, I just, you know, he's running around. He's, he's bothering people when they're showering. He's pretending our British accent. I don't, <laughs> you know, well, again, yeah. <laughs> take yourself seriously. Well, Rockwell. here's, here's the funny You're thing. You're better than this. These- you are better than this.
0: <laughs> These two songs were successful. Somebody's watching me was huge. And then sure. obscene phone caller was, uh, was a, a minor hit, but. Right. They um, The follow-up albums captured in 1985 and The Genie in 86 didn't gain any footing, and so Rockwell retreated from the industry, and he, mm. he, didn't, he didn't do much after that. He recorded sort of in private, but he didn't do much after that. Um, so in, uh, in 2016, he, he did an interview with Rolling Stone saying that he was working on a new album called The Second Coming, and mm. that was, as we remember, a huge hit. Uh, sure. No, I couldn't find it, anything it. about it ever being released. <laughs> um, I couldn't. I, I searched for it. I, I, I don't know if it was released. If somebody knows, let me know, because I couldn't find it. Um, mm, unless mm. he did it under, didn't do it under Rockwell. Um, unfortunately, in the, in the past couple of years, Rockwell uh, got into a little bit of trouble, because in 2019, he was arrested for attacking a woman with a chair at the Magic Castle Hotel in Hollywood.
4: Mm,
0: That's right, the right. hotel connected to the Magic Castle.
4: The magic castle,
0: the magic where,
4: where magicians <laughs> hang out. That's right. And you need like a special invite uh, to get in there. That's right. Uh, real weird, you guys. Yeah. Uh, I it's... just say I I knew someone uh, one time I was in California. I knew someone who had like a connection, and they were just like, you know, we're going to the magic castle, uh, but you, I'm afraid you can't come because you have to like a special <laughs> invite. And and I I just want to be like, cool. I don't know how to tell you this, but. I literally couldn't care less. <laughs> if, <laughs> you if gotta be you part like, of the Magician's Alliance. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> but they were just like, trying to act like I was gonna be like real upset that I couldn't go to the Magic Castle. And I was like, <laughs> even if you, even if the, the people who own the Magic Castle came here and begged me to go to the Magic Castle, I still wouldn't go. Dan, that's to the magic. That's castle, where we're different. So. I would go in a heartbeat. Oh, I know. I understand. We're we're that's yeah. We're different. <laughs> that's some. Despite it up. our differences, we have friends. But I literally couldn't care less about <laughs> uh magic. So and to go hang out in a place full of magicians who are talking a lot about magic tricks uh not my scene. Let's just say that so. illusions,
1: Dan. They're called yeah, yeah, illusions.
4: Exactly. Okay. Um. Anyway.
0: Uh, anyway, that is all I have for, for Rockwell. Um, unless anybody's um, got some surprise intri- uh, entries for me.
4: Uh, No, no. I mean, the only other thing I would say is that, again, to go back to the Magic Castle. Um, <laughs> I also, I want to be clear on one thing. My plan for that night was to go to Amoeba Records and yeah. <laughs> talk nerdy record stuff with giant nerds <laughs> yeah. so it wasn't like i was going to a super cool party or anything <laughs>
2: uh so like again just want to be a party I didn't... Yeah, yeah
4: yeah just want to be clear i don't want to say i'm i'm above the magic castle because i'm not again i was going to go talk uh super nerdy music stuff with other lonely loser nerds like me um <laughs> but i just magic's not my thing um no rockwell again i've already said it, rockwell t- you should have taken yourself seriously <laughs> um i like this i like this song but it's too jokey i feel like you had an opportunity to do something really cool you had michael jackson i feel like it was kind of a wasted opportunity that's all so sorry he, rockwell it's, he did have a gold don't, record don't i attack, think he's okay don't attack women with chairs or really anything um that yeah, would that's other, the my away. other advice to you so yeah yeah, yeah. i'm sorry yeah. your dad was mean to you but you know i'm glad at least you got to <laughs> shove it in his face um and uh, yeah, and yeah, uh, by and, making
0: him money on his own label, right? Well, you know
2: what you
4: do you Uh All right. Uh, well, thank you, Rachel. Uh, thank you for that history of the Magic Castle. Um, no, of uh, thank you for that history of of Rockwell. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons
0: Learned. Feeling antisocial. You can follow the Story Song podcast on social media, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. If you're still feeling antisocial after that, you should probably see a doctor before you hurt someone.
4: All right, we're back. It's time for lessons learned. What lesson did we learn uh, from this song? Um, I'll go first and just say uh, I feel like a good a lesson that I learned from this song is if you are at home. And you are watching TV. Mm-hmm. Just every once in a while, not too much, but just every once in a while, you just want to be like, "Hey, what's that?" And just see if the people <laughs> on TV turn. Around. Yes. <laughs> yep. Because if they do, then you know that, yep. they, that they can see you, right? And they and they can react to you because they're really, they're trained professionals. So you know right. you know what I mean. Like if they're not they're not gonna react, but if you like do it like really unexpectedly, uh, catch them off they guard. Might, you know, yeah, you might just see them like kind of turn. So that's just a good that's way right. to know like. Because some shows, obviously, they can see you, and other shows, they can um, right. So you you kind of want to know, like, is yeah. this a show where they're watching me, or is it not?
0: So, that's right. That's right. Um, and that's just
1: science right there. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah Without yeah. a doubt. And
0: it's just,
4: it's just common sense. Sure. Like, yeah. You know, just to check it out. So, uh, Michael, what what lessons did you learn?
1: I learned that I'm probably going to start sewing a bunch of question marks on all of my clothes, because <laughs> that's a really good look. It is. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah, also yeah. gives you the opportunity to uh, shout out the weird line at the end of any song.
0: That's yep. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 Well, and again, the IRS. You, you...
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, th-
4: putting that suit on is like you know, like putting on like the mask or something. Like, yeah. Like, you know, it's like you just once you have it on, you just know where all the free government money is. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, Rachel. Yes. What'd you learn?
0: My fellow Americans, I think we all know what the biggest threat to our country is right now. And that is shower windows. That is why, in my first hundred days as president, I will get rid of all shower windows. Oaks 2020. Oaks 2020. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
4: As you're, you're waving as you're going off the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't see me waving, in... but here, that's today me waving. In news. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, the, we have, uh, America's shortest, uh, presidential, uh, candidate, uh, in, uh, Rachel Oaks, who apparently has uh, dropped out of the race due to extreme
0: disinterest, extreme
4: <laughs> disinterest in her platform. So
0: don't know how, uh, don't know how the, uh, the count, the count was negative. Um, it seems like people uh, yeah, were actively exactly. voting against.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for some reason the uh the her polling numbers were negative five. Uh <laughs> and keep in mind the uh margin of error was negative three, so we're still not sure where those <laughs> other two came from. But uh all right. Well, uh thank you guys so much for listening. Uh this has been the Story Song Podcast. We'll be back next episode with another great story song. Follow us on the socials if you can, like uh Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you can leave us a five-star review like Mr. Love Bajub. Over here, Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, Thank you guys again for listening. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks.
1: And I'm Michael Cazell.
4: We'll be back at you next time. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. Bye.
1: Bye.
4: Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com.
1: Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast.
0: And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening
2: it's the
0: story michael was the uh was the Diana Ross thing just the fact that y- you said, oh and do you have anything about Diana Ross in there?
1: I just like to talk about Diana Ross oh. <laughs> Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never really thought about tools until I bought a house in the suburbs. It's like this weird homeowner test if I need a tool for a project and don't have it. And my neighbor Ted loves to give me that look when I ask to borrow a pole saw. A year ago, I didn't even know pole saws existed. And now i got to borrow one from Ted? What is happening? Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.